Hi. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to Sync Ratios. This is a, a sort of separate uh, thing we're doing. We're recording not in the same room for the first time. So if there's any awkwardness, we apologize. But we're, we're bi-coastal you... now because you are recording in, a, in an office in New York City. Yeah, I'm in I'm in uh, uh, Brooklyn, New York, uh, in the offices of Neighborhood Watch, the production company that that you and I work with uh, from time to time. They were producers on our movie Super Dark Times, and uh, they are being kind enough to let me work out of this office while I'm visiting this fair city. And so, so I'm you hiding are recording in recording a suite. podcast about anime. <laughs> yes, hiding That's in a small work. room in an office. Yeah, yeah. This uh-huh. is work. This counts as work. Does it? Did <laughs> this, this passion project that we do for free? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, and as, well, especially now that it's and the reason we're talking is it, it, it's we're sort of seeing seeing it kind of come to life as oh, you know, you yeah, guys are people listening are actually to listening. I mean, that was always yeah. the intention was it was going to hit Netflix, so people will actually be watching the show again, and, and the show will be in the zeitgeist. And maybe now is the time to actually record this podcast. And so we started doing it, and they gave that little tease that we talked about on here before of like, "Oh my God, it's going to drop!" And then they they said it was going to drop like several months down the line. So we yeah. finally finally made it to launch day, and as we suspected, as soon as the show actually hit. Our established listenership, you know, t- took a pretty big, pretty big leap. You know, our, our numbers yeah. went up. So, yeah. So great. we're recording this on on Monday, uh, June twenty fourth, uh, and you guys will be hearing what you're hearing right now. You'll hear this Friday when that new episode goes. And it's just funny to us because we started recording in March, and so every time you hear us, it's a flashback to the past for the most part. And we kind of wanted to check in and thank everybody for, you know, giving a shit at all. Um, well, and hopefully the, enjoying the, the it. The unfortunate thing is, you know, you're out of town and we'll continue to be out of town for a while. I, I will also be out of town with you at one point. We're doing mm-hmm. all sorts of traveling this summer. Um, and so we have all these, I think we have up to episode 17 in the bank. And yeah. uh, that's going to, that episode should drop like the Friday right before you come back so if we don't Mm -hmm. want to miss a week which we don't uh we'll have to jump right back in and start recording um as soon as you get back but we're actually not going to be in the same room in the same space for a while so we can't you know i I don't know this quality is probably acceptable but i don't think we want the show to usually sound like this so yeah so that's another reason we're wanting to sort of check in and do this now is because it's our our opportunity to do that but we're not actually going to be able to to sit with the microphones until gosh, yeah. a few weeks now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it'll, you know, like, like in fight club or whatever, like it'll all pass seamlessly to you guys. Cause the next week we'll just have an episode and you won't know that there was this huge gap in between the thing. But yeah, for us, it seemed, you know, worthwhile to, you know, we're looking at the, we get the numbers on the anchor thing and like it, it tells us anyways, that there's been listens in 25 different countries, um, which is, stunning and ridiculous and that there's a you know second to the u.s the uk is like the biggest share of it so you know hi guys um it's just it's cool it's i I hope you guys are enjoying it obviously like we've said you know please talk to us on twitter i know some people have been already um you know at b davis collins and at is there what's what's your one again look is it i don't remember if it's my last name first or, or my first name well, we can, we can tell. I can tell you right now because I'm in front of a computer. <laughs> Pull me up. 
Pull up my. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's at Luke underscore Piotrowski. So at is called at Luke underscore Piotrowski or at Sync Ratios Podcast. Like, you know, tell us what you think. And, I, I, you know, we are going to, uh, when we get to the relevant episodes, we will be discussing um, some of the recent controversy. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's controversy in a couple different ways, and I think it's largely overblown. I will say for myself, I I went to a horror trivia game and came home the night of you know the you know the midnight, so it was going from the twenty the twentieth into the twenty first, and it was like eleven fifty eight, and I was like logging on to Netflix to like see okay, is it gonna drop? What, what's it gonna be? And it did, and so I, I wanted to jump around. I wanted to confirm for myself that it was the director's cut episodes and not... Oh, yeah, you were texting episodes. me. I was already asleep, yeah. Yeah, which was important to me because I think the director's cut episodes are expanded. They There's new newish animation, and it's, it's not a ton. You know, it's like four minutes here, three minutes there. I think the episodes, one of the longest ones gets to be like 29 minutes long. So, I mean, it's substantial stuff. It doesn't change the story, but it's it adds a lot to it. It's a lot of nuance. It's a lot of cool stuff. And a lot of that animation is in Death, which is the recap movie. But mm-hmm. it's so much better to see it in context. And I believe that there's there's more than you get in Death in the director's cut episode. So I was going to be pretty bummed if it was the 22-minute episodes and we're missing out on like, you know, five minutes spread, you know, here and there each episode spread over several episodes from episode 21 to 24 and and it is it is just the director's cuts which is good it's not like the donnie darko director's cut where it's sort of like eh, i don't know maybe it was better or less <laughs> it's the it's stuff that you want and it's the best way to get it so so it's great that they're there so i was excited about that i wanted to check out the new dub to see how that's mm-hmm. out of you know i've been watching with my kids and i, I just i tried to watch the previous dub i just <laughs> couldn't do it um and I just wanted to check out the quality of it. It seems to me slightly better. I still would definitely recommend going with the subtitles if you can. Yeah, I, I did. The, I I listened to like a minute or two of the dub just to see, and yeah, it does sound better. But it, it's I I personally cannot listen to English speaking actors doing those characters. It's just a block in my brain that it will. You know, well, it's fine. Well, I just I mean, didn't know the characters so well after all yeah. these years, and it got attached to them in a certain way. So I, you know. So and that's yeah, it's like it's like, it's like, like it, for, for me, it's like a weird dream where you know, like you're suddenly able to speak Spanish even though you don't, you know, like, and it's like uh-huh. you're like, well, this just isn't, you know, it's like these these characters don't talk like this. It just doesn't, yeah, doesn't compute for me. Yeah, yeah. it's like you wouldn't, yeah, be like watching, you know, Avengers and like it's not Robert Downey Jr.'s voice or something, you know, it'd be mm-hmm. distracting. Yeah, it's like like Bollywood. I mean, Avengers that's why people get attached. To, to, to the American uh, dubs, you know, the, to the English dubs, you know. And so I, I get it. Um, also, I recently found out through somebody on Twitter that Spike Spencer, the, the original dubbing of Shinji, is apparently like a pickup artist and writes books on like how to pick up women, like how to, how to cook. And then, like, you know, have chicks over to your house and then you can seal the deal by cooking them these meals. I mean, that sounds like way up my alley. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I I was reading the Amazon reviews. A lot of people on Amazon really think that he's doing some great work there. So, uh, you know. Uh, if we really, if we're really tapped for content on this podcast, maybe I'll like read a chapter of that book and (laughs) I don't know. We'll read, we'll read chapters of that book, but we'll read it in the like manga Toji, uh, (laughs) voice. 
So if you want a chick to come over to your house and you want to seal that deal, you're going to have to, uh, if you want the, the shameful display of her under things, then uh, this shrimp scampi is going to be what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, I kind of just want to know what meals he, I cook a lot and I'd like to know, I mean, there's probably overlaps with the shit I already make. So, you know, I mean, I guess, it's, you know, I, I'll, I'll hear him out. I don't support that type of uh, 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 thinking generally. And, you know, I'm not interested in pickup artist culture, but, uh, oh, Lord. Oh, you know, I, I, it's very funny to me. And yeah, no, I agree with you that it, it, it makes the sympathy uh, for the original dub. It, it, little, it decreases it. Um, well, it was specifically him that was sort of the reason I was like, I can't do it. Like I tried to do it with the kids and it's like, no, we can't do this. But we did watch one episode of the dub. We watched the uh, Day Tokyo 3 Stood Still episode uh with the dub on and it was it was fine especially because i just watched it subtitled recently so it was like all right i can i can do this with them um so so there's that i wanted to check that stuff out i wanted to check out some other things too and so there's several things to kind of talk about with this i will say by and large it's it's not a big deal. It's great to have Evangelion mm-hmm. available all over the world for the first time in years, looking incredible. The HD trans yeah. is great. The colors are great. Yeah, it looks it does. fantastic. Sounds fantastic. They don't have Fly Me to the Moon. So we've talked about it on the podcast before. Yes. You know, we have the Cruel Angels thesis. Got to have that. That's your opening. Uh, there's been a lot of people on Twitter, and I agree. You know, like the, the skip intro button. You just leave that shit alone. You don't. You don't skip Cruel Angels thesis. You let that play out every episode. Yes, one thousand percent. But then you get to the end credits, which is supposed to be different versions of Fly Me to the Moon, made famous by Sinatra. I think that's sort of. I the, think so. The, yeah. The big one. So, I mean, maybe because that's, you know, such a, you know, big song, I, I, I assume, I, I haven't looked at well, it. It's also probably it's licensing, licensing different, really, because it's if it was just one version, it's probably like... Well, I now see that's the thing, as I do believe I've seen people on Twitter saying that it on in Japan, Netflix Japan has Fly Me to the Moon. But, but each different version of it? I think they do, yeah. So... Hmm. In the U.S., though, it just plays the Ray theme, the piano Ray music. So I don't know about we should we should ask <laughs> these these twenty five countries of people listening to it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Please check your yeah, see, and see because yeah, tell us what you get. Yeah, it's I didn't even think about that, but it is a big controversy in the states that we don't have "Fly Me to the Moon" playing at the end of every episode like we're supposed to. And I think I have to check myself, but I've seen people say that there are orchestrations. You know, in the score, you know, she was yeah. using especially um, the episodes like uh, with Misato and Kaji and like talking about the yes. past and stuff. There's like a triumphant like part where Fly Me to the Moon comes swelling up in the the score. And I think that that has been removed. So there's just no background music. And that anymore. that that is the only part of that particular conversation that that has relevance to me. I, I mean, no, I'm not diminishing the experience of of the closing credits, but that, that is the most commonly skipped part for, I think for both of us. Uh, in, in, I don't in its, watch the, the end credits every episode. I like having it no. there. I understand the nostalgia yeah. of having it. Um, but 
and Netflix is going to pop up the thing anyway, which we already knew. Yes. Like we, we knew that Netflix was going to be like, jump to next episode, jump to next episode. And uh, uh, what's his name? Aaron uh, on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Guy wrote Mandy. Um, yeah, yeah, Aaron Stewart. I'm doing yeah. some great work. Uh, also, also, you know, repping hard for Evangelion. Respect, Aaron. Yeah, for sure. Um, but he, he pointed out a thing where he like filmed what happens like after you get oh, to yeah. the end of episode 26, like the this, this emotional ending, and that you know the credits whoop, drop to the side. <laughs> some ridiculous, be- you know, ad for whatever you're supposed to watch next. And it just yeah. totally oh, the mood. But, but we knew that Netflix was going to do that. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's a bummer that it's not there. And you're right. I think because I do like the moment on the show when it comes in on the score because it's like it's sort of like the last episode of Cowboy Bebop when the variation of the closing theme plays within the show. And it's like oh shit! Like all of a sudden it feels really mm-hmm. important and it you know your brain just even if it's subconsciously is picking up on the fact that it's a familiar song and and it it does do something to your emotions so if that's truly not there that's a bummer but as far as the end credits go i I agree with you it's sort of like eh, i get it licensing fees i never you know love fly me to the moon i i love the ray theme so i think you know that's a relatively small quibble um, yeah, yeah. I, if it, if, yeah, missing score elements in the actual episodes is a problem. The the, the, the Flying to the Moon seemed somewhat incidental to me um, as a as a thing that they chose to do the end credits, in, and I think that's okay. The the in, in the part uh, that we're not really going to get into, or, or you got another thing? Uh-huh. Well, there's you, one other thing. Talking? I yeah, there's one other thing okay. that I noticed. Our, our friend Wesley pointed it out to me, and then I noticed it, and and I'm pretty fucking bummed about this because you know how much I love the titles. And uh, and we're going to continue to talk about the titles in the show, but they do not translate, at least on American Netflix, they don't translate the title card for the Japanese title at the top of the episode. Oh, so, I didn't notice that. Unfamiliar Ceiling, it's just not going to be there. Uh, Damn. It just has the Japanese text, so if you can't read Japanese, you're not going to know what that means. And then halfway through, you get your Hedgehog's Dilemma or whatever the, the title, the American title of that episode was, uh, Angel Attack or The Beast or... One of those early ones, but you know, we, we were pointing out early on that a lot of the Japanese translated titles are are very effective and poetic, and are just very personally resonant to me. Just the turns of phrase and the way that the way mm-hmm. that, that stuff sounded it has been very impactful and you know affected my writing and affected my viewing of the show. So I'm I'm really upset that they don't have that. But again that's such a that is a small thing and it's it's not that hard to look up and in some ways i'm kind of excited that there are a couple of problems or or at least that there's just not every single thing is handed to you because as we talked about before i think part of the fun of this show is taking the opportunity to find out more and to continue your research so if you don't have the japanese title when you're sitting down to watch it for the first time on Netflix, you can get online, you can find out what the Japanese title of the episode was, and there's just a little bit more there for you to to chew on and look into. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and it's and it's and it's an idi- and it makes it an idiosyncrasy of this release, which we talked about. And I, I'm trying to see if I can find the tweet because there's a, there's a posse of kind of people that we've been talking to. I, I I don't want to get it wrong, but I also can't search through all the things. I want to say it might have been Timothy Honeycutt, but I could be wrong. One of the guys on Twitter that talks to us was talking about it sort of being like um, 
you know, uh, different translations of the Bible or something. Um, and it's <laughs> uh-huh. like, and, and yeah, I mean, you know, this is, this is, which is fitting, you know, we've talked about the religious aspects of this show a lot. And I think like, you know, you get, you're very used to, if you grow up in that community that like, oh, in the NIV that, you know, translations this and the King James, it says this and blah, right. blah, blah. And right. if, again, if I misattributed the, the, the tweet, I'm really sorry. And please correct me. Um, took a wild guess there, but like, yeah. And I think, you know, that's, that makes it a cool thing that like, if you really care about it, and obviously if you listen to this podcast, you know, we talk about those titles anyway. So if you're watching on Netflix and you don't see those, you're going to hear them from us. So another reason why you should listen, right. but like, I, I, you know, yeah, I think that the differences and the things, cause we are, we've already talked about like the naughty bits thing and stuff like it's, it's, <laughs> you know, little bit things that we remember from other iterations and, and mm-hmm. releases and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, it's, and it's always going to be slightly least... different. I've seen at least three different translations of, of the thing yeah. from the first video releases cobbled together subs and dubs to the first ADV DVD release to the platinum uh, ADV release, which had a different translation. And I know that there's been fan subs out there and blah, blah, blah. And uh, one of the things that I think is interesting about the show and part of the endless fascination for me is that I can't, I don't have complete ownership of it the way I do English language fiction. You know, there is like that biblical thing of like, well, there are different translations and this can mean this and this can mean that. And then there's sort of nuances to that. So I haven't looked into a whole lot and you were getting to the the thing that you wanted to sort of mention, which we don't want to get into too much because it's spoilers. And I think you've personally got some people in your life that might be able to weigh in with a little bit more, um, connection to that and opinion on that that is maybe more valid or more more interesting than ours but there are the the translation is seems to be maybe a little bit more literal overall i have not watched too much like i said i listened to one episode dubbed i was jumping around episodes just to check the quality and to see and so i saw a little bit of the subtitle translation it is a new translation they don't translate the titles i think there's some techno babble they don't translate and then, of course, there are some nuances to a, just a different, a different translation. So the, the the words, you know, the turn of phrase or the exact wording might be a little bit different than it was in fan subs of these other versions, and blah blah blah. Yeah, so a couple yeah. of key lines though, in particular, in episode twenty four, that get, I guess I can't say mistranslated, but translated in a way that is. I don't think the intent. Um, so yeah, <laughs> and it's in in right well, yeah, well, it's so so. If you're listening to this and you you've been on the internet, and if you're already a fan of Evangelion, then you're probably aware of what we're talking about. And if if none of that's true, then we'll get to it in depth. And when we get to that episode, and yeah, I have a friend who's a, a very smart person and and has uh, a very you know a lot of opinions about this particular issue that we want to have on the talk about it. a strong personal connection to Evangelion as well, yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so the, so we that's we will talk about it in depth, but um but yeah, it's 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 a it's a controversy that yeah, that we just wanted to flag it in right now and just say like okay, we we're going to get to it because if you, you know, if you care about that issue, but I will, you, I will say you can, like the show you probably want to hear us talk about it because it's something everyone's talking about. So. Yeah. But go, go Well, on. if you're listening to this, you're you're probably watching the show anyway so i'm preaching to the choir here but i did see it has been a weird weekend because it was like david lynch had tweeted about <laughs> that there's a lost highway blu-ray coming out but it's not from his approved materials and 
blah blah blah. Oh really? Then, I, I missed that completely. Yeah, That's he just so gave wild. a tweet. Yeah, that was just sort of like this is old, old uh, stuff. Well, it is not. You well, know, that motherfucker heard. needed to do the transfer himself ten years ago. <laughs> like that. Well, like that's a whole other weekend. I haven't yeah. looked into it completely, but you know, like you sent me. You know, I think I've seen like a a foreign you know blu-ray version is like how i watched it or something and yeah you know, no itunes version looks great by the way if you're if you like if you haven't seen lost highway i got it on itunes recently and i think it looks awesome is and that i was the like wow transfer i don't know is it, it probably is it it's hd and it, it was like because that was it's one of my favorite movies and it was you know like even yeah. and it was yeah, not yeah, available yeah. for a long time and it was because david lynch was you know, he was excited about DVD as a technology and he was really excited about doing his own transfers of all of his movies. But that just means, you know, that he's got to personally take the time to do it. So it was yeah, taking like years can, to get And that's movies. right. But uh, yeah, so I, I think it's silly to sort of ask people to wait, just wait 15 more years until that happens or, and you know, wait indefinitely. It's, I think, I think the difference is going to be negligible. And I think the same thing stands for even young. Cause I also saw, yeah, and I get it. I understand why Lynch wants to put that out there, but it's, it'd be a bummer if there was a bunch of people that were like, well, because Lynch said that, I guess I'm just not going to, I'm going to continue to not watch this movie, even though I want to watch this movie. And it's the same thing with Evangelion. I was like, well, I've been waiting 10 years for it to be available, but oh, a couple people online got mad because people get, you know, mad online about all kinds of things. It, it looks great. The narrative is not being compromised. There, I think largely, you know, the translation may be different and we'll see. And maybe if I go back and watch all the subtitles, it's going to be, there's going to be shit that that's going to piss me off. Cause it's like one little line slightly different, but they're not, it's not like when Firefly aired and it's like all aired out of order. This isn't like watching, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, a, a Weinstein version of a, of a Chinese movie that they brought over where they hack it all to pieces and rearrange things and move it around, you know, like or, even, watch or even like super cop oh, when they're like changing yeah. the score, you know, or like old Godzilla movies where they're like, here's, we got to add in a white guy reading the news because people yeah. don't watch a movie that has nothing but Asian faces. Like this isn't, this is, this is Evangelion. It's here. It looks great. There is an instance of two lines that are unfortunately, and, and it is, Unfortunate, and it sucks. Is like, but it is it is two lines, and you can just watch the episode, hop online, listen to us, and know that okay, this word should really be that word, and this word in the southern line should really be that word, and it that's it. Like, I think it's going to be as simple as just kind of sw- knowing the intention of these two lines. Yeah, and and, and it's going to be fine. And looking up the yeah, titles, and, and, and you want to look up the titles and. Totally, and I don't support. I'm not going to vocally support like piracy of any kind. But like, look, if you want to get another version of that one episode somehow and and pop out of Netflix and watch that and then pop back in, like you can do that. You know, if you want to spend the money on the DVD, I mean, there's there's ways to do it. I just don't think you know whether whether it's you know any of these things. I think the difference is going to be negligible, and I don't think resorting to piracy, hopping on eBay to spend three hundred dollars for a box set just because people are mad online it's not been butchered you're just no. a different end credit song and and a couple of lines it's still it's still a translation it is still and that's the thing with translations is they're different and everybody's going to translate it slightly differently that's that's yeah, the people thing. have Language different is, attachments it's not I mean, a one to one 
So well, in, in like the literary world, like, you know, there are people that still prefer, I used to know like the people that prefer like the Seamus Haney translation of the Inferno to the John Ciardi oh, sure. one that we taught yeah. in school. And like, yeah, Beowulf has multiple translations. Yeah. Well. And like, there's those, all the Russian novelists, there's like that, those translators that did all the Dostoevsky stuff and people, you know, it's like people, that's part of the fun of, of this stuff, I think. And I think it's, it's, it's cool. And so, yeah, like, like, just get don't don't get out of hand. I guess is what you're saying, and and and, and learn yeah, to well, sort I just of ride that wave. People to just not watch it. You know what I mean? Like to to some mm-hmm. some old school fan who got super attached to Fly Me to the Moon, and they're online, you know, kicking up a, a fuss about it, and then that makes somebody be like, oh, well, Netflix fucked it up. I guess I'm not going to watch it. It's like they didn't fuck it up. They paid for a new translation. Maybe you like the other translation more. Maybe I like the other translation more. But it's not like they're other than this one instance, as far as I can tell, changing the meaning. And again, the meaning is like, yeah, I could see why you'd sort of go with that translation. It just uh, undercuts something that is, you know, particularly important and, and you know, shouldn't be undercut. Um, But again, it's a small thing. And I think the story plays either way. And I think the subtext is there, whether the line is as overt as it should be or not, the subtext is going to be there. And you're probably picking up on what this means anyway. So, you know, we'll get there and we'll talk about it. But I think Mm -hmm. by and large with all of these issues, I think it's great that it's here on Netflix. I think it's great that it's worldwide. I think it's great that we have people from 25 different countries listening to this stupid show where we just watch <laughs> Evangelion and talk about it. Like, yeah. I, you know. Um, and if this is the controversy that happens online for Evangelion, so be it. You know, coming out of the Game oh, of Thrones yeah. thing and people being so, uh, you know, up in arms, and, you know. Well, let's, let's wait for it, though, because I don't, I haven't yet seen I don't, and you tell me if you have. Yeah, I haven't yet the end of Evangelion yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't think. I mean, I was sort of joking that you know I tweeted that like, oh, it's like the most important work of art in like my <laughs> entire life, and I can't wait for people to like you know completely shit on it. And it's like yeah, because there's gonna be some people that invest the time. I'm surprised they didn't do it over the weekend. I thought more people would. Well, it's we're Monday definitely now, gonna so. get. I mean, brace yourselves for now. The it's overrated. It's overrated. Take which which already exists in anime circles, but that's in anime circles which are relative small and are not like running into them but now it is sort of a thing where everybody's gonna have an opinion on it and you know a lot of them are gonna be like eh, whatever yeah <laughs> yeah and that's and that's fine i mean i have because yeah i have friends that you know they're they're already kind of acting like i'm twisting their arm you know like well i guess i'm finally gonna watch that thing you keep talking about and it's like hey buddy you do whatever you want you know like i don't i certainly don't want someone to do something under duress if i you know if i wanted to point a gun to your head and make you watch the show i would i am not i'm just saying it's a good show you should watch it so i think you know let's all be nice to our friends and let's all be nice when they you know don't like something that we like as much as we like it because everybody's allowed to have their opinions and they're allowed to like things and not like things and we should all try to be respectful to that and with Evangelion, you know, it's similar to, I don't know, like a movie like Punch Drunk Love or something. Like, there's like certain, like, movies that have resonated with me in various ways in different points in my life. And it's certain types of people have found the show. And we sort of, on recent episodes, I think, talked about the, the chicken egg quality. I think we talked about it with Lacey of, like, you know, do broken people find this show or does this show break people in some way? And so there's always going to be people that are going to, to see this and 
you know, it's not going to resonate on the deeper level because they don't have the same issues. You know, Anno is sort of screaming into the darkness and people who recognize his voice and what he is dealing with are like, oh shit. And they answer that call and they're like, oh, me too. I, I feel seen. I understand this. This speaks to me. And, you know, part of the whole thing is, you know, Shinji's isolated. So there's all these Shinji's out there and those are the people that are really responding to the show. And then there's all those, you know, other people out there that that are, you know, more traditional anime heroes or whatever. And they've got their mm-hmm. shows and they've got their things and they don't they don't need this in the same way. So it is, you know, it's, it's going to be easy to be written off. It's always been sort of a niche show that somehow found huge cultural prominence, uh, especially in Japan. But you know what I mean? Like it's it's fun yeah. for people to not like it because it's not it's not something that everybody needs. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, it's the same. Yeah, it's like the same. Something as the we've people. written about strangely in in uh, one of our screenplays. Uh, the the idea of you know something that is for everyone, you know, isn't there for the people who need it. You know, it's 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 for people who don't need something. And Evangelion is, I think, something that certain people need uh, or cling to, and and it's not something everybody needs. And so some people are going to yeah it's the same as the the people you know who even as teenagers if they read like catcher in the rye and they're just like oh this guy's a shithead like why do i care about this and it's just like yeah it's fine like if it just doesn't it doesn't matter you know it's okay so it doesn't have to be for everybody so you know Uh, but i'm glad it's here new dub uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is that they do say zayla (laughs) oh they do so yeah so the old Zayla. Zayla seal nobody said seal yet though so i think yeah i can unequivocally put that one to bed and just be like i don't want to i'm not gonna say it that oh. way i'll probably oh, continue and, to and, say Zayla, but I, I do think it's funny that <laughs> that just when we like the most recent episode i think we find they're like in the in the dub and in the japanese you can hear him say Zayla, and now it's yeah back to Zayla. but they also say like nerf in the new oh in the new dub like they do it like real german so it's not nerf. Interesting. Like nerf. Interesting. But like that sounds like nerf. So that's we can't. Yeah, do that. that's weird. It's got to be nerf, you know. Oh, oh, it's it's worth pointing out. Uh, our friend of the show and soon to be guest of the show, Kevin Phillips, was vehemently correcting my. I was I at various times in this have speculated. I I could somebody we know had said seal at some point, and I thought it was maybe him, and he really wanted to make clear that he oh. had never, he's never said that he texted I, us. I, I, he, I, don't. I thought he did, but yeah, I guess, I guess I, that's, that was maybe my mistake. Yeah. It wasn't a knock, but it just, because he seemed to take it that way. I want to make sure I uh, throw it out there. But yeah, Kevin no, he's in our camp. Yeah. 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 In our camp. And, he also and, pointed out that we got uh, Misato's rank wrong in the episode where she gets her promotion. Oh yeah. Yeah, we did. But that's <laughs> cool. I, I don't mind being wrong about things. No, but yes. I, don't, I, I certainly don't mind Kevin chiming in, and I can't wait to. No. Is he going to be joining us for multiple episodes at the end? I think when the goal is back in town? yeah, yeah. A little preview for everybody. When the goal is to record it as much as humanly possible after I get back in town from my sort of European work vacation, and um, that Kevin Phillips, my new next door neighbor, will be joining us for as much of that as we can get him to. So. You know, schedule permitting, we may have a third mic for the like episode eighteen on 
on in. I mean, we may have him for the entire thing. We may have him for half of it for part of it, but <clears> we're definitely doing it. If he had yeah. not been out of town, you know, shooting those gorgeous Lumineers videos, he would have been the third host from the start. So yeah, yeah, he's he's welcome as much as so. And so instead, we we made a fan out of him, and now he's gonna he's gonna show up and join us. And so we'll we'll he will be a uh, in the room guest uh, for as much of it and and. Well, very, very, very least. We'll we'll want to cram those in and record those quickly because because you're going to Japan. I'm going to go to Japan to see Mm -hmm. Evangelion versus Shin Godzilla 4D experience at Universal Studios Japan. And I I think that um, my intention now that we're we're trying this phone version and it seems like it's working, my intention is to get a quick reaction review discussion from you where i interview you uh from japan preferably i mean it would be amazing if you did it like from a like sitting in a park or something and so like it like my dream would be that if i'm there's not going to sit anywhere in public and talk loudly anywhere in japan i will no that's in, true in I, as soon as i said that i realized that that in wasn't a quiet voice. gonna happen so as to be i just wanted to be able rude. to hear cicadas or something <laughs> <laughs> my dream was that we'd be able to hear like ambient sounds of tokyo so maybe you could just do some of that on I'll, your phone beforehand Snapchat specifically to make like footage of me on the on the subway just riding around or something. Yeah, you should um, you should absolutely make a little a little Evangelion inspired short film of your of your time. Um, you should cosplay as Shinji, get some black pants and a white God. button up, and uh, just you know some sneakers, walk around, sit on the thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. But so oh, yeah, yeah I mean, so we're gonna. Was, we'll I, have... I don't know if we mentioned that. Like when I went to Japan the first time, the God, when what two thousand seven or five six something like that. It was a long ass time ago, but when, when like you know we did Tokyo Tower and you know went to Nara, Osaka Castle, and like you know went on a tour and some shrines, blah blah blah. One of the tourist things I wanted to do was okay. I want to. I told my wife was like, "You stay at the hotel. I'm gonna just go ride the trains at night with my headset on." Like that was a oh, like did a you? tourist destination for me? Yeah, I ended up going to um, the big Tower Records. Uh, and that's where oh, I got nice. the CD for you. I got um, the oh, yeah, yeah. CD that you guys yeah, got yeah. on that trip. But it was like me going out alone at night, specifically to just kind of ride the trains for a while. Oh, it's amazing. Music. It um, is absolutely. The last time I went, I, I went on a hunt. Uh, I can't remember if we talked about this in the show, but the last time I went, I did I did the reverse favor for you where I was just like, hey, if there's something you want me to find, I'm I'm going to just, just, I'm just going to go around and like do stuff. And so I wanted, and you wanted Godzilla. I wanted yeah. a, a Bandai, like vinyl. Shin Godzilla. And they were shockingly hard to find. And yeah. I spent like one whole day, but part of another day, just taking trains around by myself on the hunt for this thing. And ended up getting like one of those little ones you get in like a ball that you like a little like, like, a, like a vending machine yeah. one. Yeah. And you, and you mm-hmm. assemble it. And that's really cool too. And I, I have one for myself as well, but I, it was definitely very fun to just uh, uh, be a, a solo person riding around on trains in Japan. And I will say this for just as a little, uh, you know, hot tip for anybody listening who would like to go to Japan and maybe finds it intimidating. I actually think that uh, and you, you will, will learn this yourself, Luke, because you went pre iPhone. Um, <laughs> getting around in Japan is amazing now i when i went i was pre-iphone the first time i went and i had to like print out like map quest directions from like the hotel business center to try to find things mm-hmm. and it's all in japanese and it's like a pain in the ass 
Google Maps is amazing in Japan. And if you put in your destination, like the, the, oh, nice. the trains are so precise over there that it's yeah. the instructions on Google Maps. It's like, okay, go go to the left side of the platform, do this, this, and this oh, thing, fantastic. and all the numbers. It's perfect. And know. you, it's, it is, it's easier than New York. I'm in New York right now. And like every time you go someplace, it's like the discussion. It's so funny. New Yorkers make fun of LA for all the freeway discussions, like the, that SNL sketch. Yeah, in New York, it's like a thousand times worse. It's like, oh, well, the L's fucked right now. So we're going to do the G to the gel, but the G's, I'd rather do the M or like uh-huh. whatever. And it's like, all this negotiation to just like get I across town and like enjoy it. Uh, no, it's a pain in the ass. I'm getting the hang of it by myself. But it's, take subways it is, it makes Tokyo is like, you know, oh, I mean, everybody yeah, yeah. knows it. it's a magical kingdom of precision and perfection and beauty and glory and wonderful. It's the greatest achievement in like, I'm you know, so human history. Again. Yeah, it's been way it's, too uh, long the best. And, and you will, you will I'm absolutely definitely love that. Yeah. The Universal Studios stuff is, you know, I'm going to get a, you know, if I can, it's limited to like a thousand a day or something, but I want to get the popcorn bucket that it's the Mecha Godzilla head painted in the colors of Ava Unit 1. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I see there's some very exciting things I don't want to spoil yet about the 4D movie, but I'm definitely going to want to, you know, share all about that because i realize a lot of people aren't and in the past they had separate shin godzilla and evangelion attractions i think this was like two or three oh, years okay. ago and so this is the combined attraction and i know most people are not going to be able to go and it's only limited like it's only this summer it's not there indefinitely so it's be well he's a podcast as an opportunity to share <laughs> so i'll be able to go and report back to everyone who doesn't get to go exactly what it was and what it was like. And yeah, and so that's that's we wanted. We're going to do that as um, a special episode. So we're going to try and finish the um, twenty six episodes and the two movies before you go, and then we'll do an episode while you're there um, about that. And then yeah, I'll try and do that. Probably There's when you get back, Titan we'll do the rebuild attraction too as well. Yeah, yeah so be- we'll just do like a full on thing. And I know that I mean you you are. Um, uh, often uh, uh, photography averse, but I am encur- I'm going to publicly now encourage you to take as many photos and videos of things you see and of yourself doing things and uh, being a part of that thing because I think that uh, we all want to see it. You know, I think everybody's Japan so, and Evangelion having a moment right now. Let's all be jealous of the fact that one you of those. You know, like this. people would take like you know like the the garden gnome or whatever, and you take pictures. <laughs> of it. Well, like maybe I should find some sort of like. Misato or like God, I wish I could yeah, find one of those yeah. like the Asuka dolls. We haven't seen it yet, but there's like a doll that Asuka has in like in these yeah. flashbacks uh, and later episodes. It's sort of creepy doll and like carry it around. I do have a pen pen. I have a stuffed pen. You pen. Do, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, so, I'm something into that. to take and uh take around. One other thing I want to talk about, I know we're sort of running long and this is just supposed to be yeah, a little maybe like, this well, this maybe just did become its own mini episode. We'll see. There's just so much to catch up on, and you and I haven't recorded in a minute because we were no. uh, we were actually out of town on on the set of a movie being shot, which looks incredible and had is definitely like everything else. Yeah, you know, subtly Evangelion and anime influenced, and maybe not overt ways, but if you sort of know our our background and that there's definitely images and things that are. Uh, it's actually something that's very berserk, very from berserk, which is heaven, which I still haven't seen, and I um, yeah, I need to I need to watch that. But yeah, we yeah, so we were out of town, and then I went down to New York, and then I'm gonna see you in London uh, a week from now. 
But uh, so yeah, so we're obviously just excited to talk. I just found out today. Yeah, we're going to be in London for a thing, and we're going to be there. I think we get back on the July eighth, seventh. So probably you you will I, oh, you're, I, you, yeah, you're you'll get back tomorrow. on the seventh probably because you're crossing the daylight. But think, the frustrating like thing is that they just announced today. Cara just announced today that they are going to be screening the first ten minutes and forty seconds of the last rebuild movie. Evangelion three point oh, zero yeah, plus one point zero, and they're screening it in Tokyo. They're screening it in Paris, <sighs> and they're screening it at the Anime Expo in Los Angeles, which is not far fucking from me, hell. But they're screening it on the sixth, so it's like just a couple, hmm. like a day or two before I get back, they're going to be screening it at the fucking anime. And the Anime Expo apparently sounds like really awesome. I didn't even realize there was well, this huge anime thing, like right. Maybe, may, maybe. Maybe, hmm, I'm thinking out loud right now. Uh, maybe if somebody goes to one of those, maybe we can get like a little, like a correspondent interview with somebody that can tell us, you know, <laughs> just breathlessly how amazing it is. So I'm, I mean, if we could probably, we could maybe if Kevin's back, we could maybe try and get him to do it. But may, oh, I don't to think of like, yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm not even I mean, sure how easy it's going to be to get in. I know it's screening at the expo. I went to the expo's website. They have. A screening schedule. This is a huge fucking anime thing. I'm probably gonna try and go next year. But they they have screenings and they're screening the, all the rebuild movies. And on the same the day that this is supposed to happen is when they they screen the third one at 6 p.m. I'm assuming that they're going to maybe do the 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 10 minute screening as a part of that because it's not actually listed on the website. And obviously, if if it's out people are going to be trying to get in. So I don't know, even if you, you know, spend the $40 for a day pass to the expo, I don't know when and where to go or how to, you know, if you're guaranteed yeah. to get in or anything like that. So, well, but what it is, it's the, it's the cold open. Like it's the, the moment before the title card, first 10 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a big deal. Cause we've been waiting since God, when did 3.0 yeah. come out? Fucking. That was seven years ago or something yeah it was a long time ago it's been a long wait and people were doubting because he did the whole all of shin godzilla which came out in 2016 so that's already a few years old and he did that like in the interim so it's yeah it's a big deal there's enough footage to actually screen was 2012 was 3.0 um yeah Yeah, so i mean like i i I'm basically if somebody goes to one of those things, tell us on Twitter and and if it works, maybe we can get you to call in and just like sort of, you know, give a little bit of a, a exciting thing for that. That could be fun. I mean, I don't know if Andrew Bush is going to go or not. He seems like a likely candidate. So maybe I don't know. They'll somebody... in, uh, maybe they'll screen it in, in London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, we'll certainly keep our eyes open. So yeah. So people let us know if you there. do that and, um, you know, just like, like we said, you know, continue to reach out, uh, yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, speaking of Cara, of Cara, this, this guy Edward Odell did reach out to me just yesterday, and I just watched the. Um, and you'd be interested in this too. Uh, Cara did a tenth anniversary, and I, I talked about this on the show before, but Studio Cara is what it's Anno's new animation studio. So when the rights to Evangelion sort of left, and you know, Gainax kind of dissolved, and there's Studio Trigger. That that's a bunch of expats from Gainax, and then there's okay. Kara, and that's Anno's new thing, and they're doing the rebuild movies. So, but they did a 10 anniversary uh, animation for their thing, and it's this little animated fable 
um, in the style of Moyoko Ano's um, manga about oh, Ano's cool. life, the insufficient direction. So like she's there as Rompers, the baby, and then it's the the Ano that looks like that. But it's the story of the old man who's Ano, who makes his farm, and they grow these radishes. They transplant these uh, <laughs> radishes or, or turnips. They're turnips mm. that they're that they're growing, and those are all the the works that they've done over the ten years anniversary. And so it's just sort of telling the story of Studio Kara through this fable of Ano and all the other animators as these cute little animated versions of them, all the different uh, people That's involved fine. in the company as they're growing these different giant turnips that are the different projects. And it, it's worth watching and find it on YouTube. Um, I guess if you probably look up like Kara 10th anniversary or something like that, you could, you could find it. I'm going to do that today. Um, but it's super cool and it kind of hints at some stuff that I had, you know, suspected behind the scenes stuff of, you know, Ano sort of struggling and going on these, you know, long journeys and needing time to think and stuff like that, being responsible for the delays. So thanks to Edward O'Dell for like sharing that with me and taking a look at if you're interested in some of the behind the scenes and backstory stuff of, of the studio. And, uh, no, for sure. Yeah, it's fun to see a little, that, so thank yeah, you. little cute Ano walking around. Well, always. Um, so yeah, yeah, so maybe, so maybe this is its own episode. I don't know. We'll post this um, soon. Either way, maybe we'll even post it today. I don't know. We could just do that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So just mostly this was to, a check in to to say that you know uh, to thank everyone and to say that we're excited that. You know, this seems to be something people enjoy. I mean, I just while we're talking, I just saw a friend of the show, Paul Gangersman, a uh, friend of mine from college, uh, just tweeted out, you know, linking to the show and, you know, telling people to check it out. And he's posted about it on message boards and, you know, told me that. So, you know, it's really nice. sweet that people like what we're doing enough to, to want to tell other people to, you know, sit through <laughs> our, our voices talking about it uh, even more. So... You know, thanks, guys. And like I said, we're we're around. We like to interact with people, and and we try to reply to as much as we can. So, you yeah. know, uh, so sync ratios podcast at gmail dot com, Twitter, all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rate on, you know, give us ratings on iTunes good. are great. Yeah, um, but it's just exciting. I'm glad that it's that it's finally up. <laughs> we can finally all yeah. engage in it. Uh, I'm glad it's back. I'm glad to just be able to share this stuff and talk about this stuff with you because you and I yeah. are constantly working and hardly ever really sharing uh, any experiences, you know, outside of that anymore. And so this is an opportunity there. And, no, and just been, people. it's been a really good bonding thing. It's been a really good, it's been good for me to, to connect, to reconnect with something that, that does so much for me. And I, and I, I get the sense that for other people, you know, this is an exciting cultural moment in the same way. And then, you know, for other people, it's a new thing, but all are welcome. And, uh, I, yeah, I've loved doing this with you, Luke, and I love that people seem to be enjoying it. It's a really good time. So just thanks guys. Yeah. And we'll be back next time with a, a real episode. Um, I think we're up to what's next episode 15 or something. So I think so. Yeah. I a lot more to come. A lot more to come. All right. Well, thanks, guys. See you yep. soon. Till next time. Bye.